Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. The rewards of a disciplined life are great, but they're often delayed until some time in the future. The rewards for the lack of discipline are immediate, but they are minor in comparison to the immeasurable rewards of consistent self-discipline. An immediate reward for lack of discipline is a fun day at the beach. A future reward of discipline is owning the beach. For most, we choose today's pleasure rather than tomorrow's fortune. You don't get discipline from your parents, from your grandparents, from your older brothers and sisters. You don't get discipline from an external source. You have to get it from you. That's what self-discipline is. You get it from yourself. You get it from you. Our world is and always will be a constant battle between the life of ease and its momentary rewards and a life of discipline and its far more significant rewards. Each has its own price, the price of discipline or the price of regret. We will pay one or the other. You want to be more disciplined? Get after it. That's it, man. Get up early, do some kind of workout, eat good foods, clean your room, make a list of things that you're supposed to do in your life, and then wake up in the morning and do those things. That's what discipline is. And no, it is not easy. But you're not going to get it from anyone else but you. And it's worth it, and it is the thing that is going to bring you freedom. What's at the core of achieving the good life? The major key to the good life. The major key is not in learning how to set goals. It is not in learning how to better manage your time. It is not in mastering the attributes of leadership. Every day in a thousand different ways, we are trying to improve ourselves by learning how to do things. We spend a lifetime gathering knowledge in classrooms, in textbooks, in experiences. Now, if knowledge is power, if knowledge is the forerunner to success, then why do we fall short of our objectives? Why, in spite of all our knowledge and in spite of our collective experiences, do we find ourselves aimlessly wandering, settling for a life of existence rather than a life of substance? While there may be many answers to this question, the fundamental answer is the absence of discipline. Applying all that we know. That's the key word, discipline. Self-discipline. We might add one more word here, consistent. Consistent self-discipline. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And that's just real. At the center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, some, something as simple as food and eating, it's not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. The word discipline has kind of gotten a, a bad name. We think about it in terms of punishment. I'm not, I'm not talking about discipline in that way. I'm talking about discipline in the sense that you, you forego immediate pleasure for the exchange of long-term self-respect. Dreams without goals remain dreams. 
Dreams without goals are just dreams, and they ultimately fuel disappointment. Goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. Between goals and achievement are discipline and consistency. It takes consistent self-discipline to master the art of setting goals, to master the art of time management, to master the art of leadership, to master the art of parenting and relationships. If we don't make consistent self-discipline part of our daily lives, the results we seek will be sporadic and elusive. It takes a consistent effort to truly manage our valuable time, or we'll be consistently frustrated. It takes discipline to conquer the nagging voices in our minds, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of poverty, the fear of a broken heart. It takes discipline to keep trying when that nagging voice within us brings up the possibility of failure. It takes discipline to change a habit because habits are formed a little bit each day, every day, every day. Once habits are formed, they act like a giant cable. They act like a nearly unbreakable instinct that only long-term disciplined activity can change. We must unweave every strand of the cable of habits slowly and methodically until the cable that once held us in bondage becomes nothing more than scattered strands of wire. It takes the consistent application of a new discipline a more desirable one to overcome one which is less desirable. It takes discipline to plan. It takes discipline to execute our plan. It takes discipline to look with full objectivity at the results of our applied plan. And it takes discipline to change either our plan or our method of executing that plan if the results are poor. It takes discipline to be firm when the world throws opinions at our feet. It takes discipline to ponder the value of someone else's opinion when our pride and our arrogance leads us to believe that we are the only ones with the answers. Self-discipline is self-love. If you want to be happy, you have to love yourself, which means you have to discipline your behavior. The road to sustained Happiness is through disciplining your behavior. It's really easy to start something, but to finish something takes tremendous amount of will, right? At the start, everybody's inspired, they're full of enthusiasm and energy. And then halfway through the project, everybody looks at each other and go, whose idea was this? When you finish what you begin, you actually, requ it requires tremendous amount of will. So the way I develop my bicep is I use my bicep to lift weights to develop more bicep, right? I use my bicep to develop bicep. The way you develop willpower is you use your mental muscle to develop more muscle. So every time you finish what you begin, you're actually developing willpower. So for me, the way I develop willpower is I look at my average day and I go, what are the opportunities in my day that I can use to develop willpower? One simple thing that I talk about quite often is every day I sleep. So before I sleep, I floss, I brush my teeth, throw on my pajamas, I go to sleep. How do I finish the process of sleep? I make the bed in the morning. So when I make the bed, I finish what I begin and I'm developing willpower.
So now most people look at mundane things throughout the day, like making the bed, and like, oh, that's a mundane task. Why should I waste time or energy? All those things are little acts to develop willpower. Imagine if you're taking a pebble and putting it in a jar every time, you know, two weeks later, the jar will be filled with pebbles. So I looked at the tasks throughout the day, finishing those tasks as opportunities to develop willpower. And after a month, I've developed tremendous amount of willpower. Now I can use that willpower and direct it with my, uh, align it with my passion to, to create discipline in my life so that I can enjoy what I love more. So how can you get rid of the easy distractions? How can you keep your mind on what you're trying to do? How can you keep an attitude of doing it all and doing it now? How can you make the choice of discipline over procrastination? How can you stay focused on your ambitions? You can keep your focus on your work. You can get it done today instead of tomorrow. You've got to really work on your consistent self-discipline on a daily basis, or you'll find yourself distracted. Distracted by negative thoughts, distracted by negative people, and pretty soon, depending on the type of people you've associated with, distracted by your doubts within yourself. Never underestimate the power of influence and associations. And never underestimate the power of your own consistent self-discipline. Being from a disciplined family does not make you a disciplined person. Being in a, a disciplined group does not make you a disciplined person. What makes you a disciplined person is choosing to be disciplined. It doesn't come from your parents. You don't inherit it. And there's another piece here. It's called ownership, right? It's called ownership. And if you're if you want to blame other people for the problem, and I say this all the time, if you don't take ownership of the problem, the problem's not gonna get solved. So if you blame your parents for not having raised you in a disciplined environment, you're not gonna solve that problem. You're looking at your parents saying, if you would have done a better job being more disciplined for me, I would be more disciplined now. So that means that means you can't do anything. The fact of the matter is it's wrong. You actually can do something. And it doesn't matter what, how your parents raised you and brought you up. You can have the discipline you need to decide to do it. There's things that you know you're supposed to do as a human being. Things that you know are going to improve your life. Do those things. There's things that you know are going to make you a worse person and make your life worse. Don't do those things. Don't do the things that are making you weaker. Start doing the things that are gonna make you stronger and smarter and faster and healthier and gonna make you a better human being. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, look, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan here, how we move around here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game 
and play the actual quote that we're living by for this decade for this moment you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have Bob Marley one question to challenge you and two thought-provoking statements first question what are you willing to delay through self-discipline to achieve more out of life again what are you willing to delay through self-discipline to achieve more out of life one first thought-provoking statement command of your mind command of your mind that it was inspired by will smith the next thought-provoking statement make a list of tasks you know you should do make a list of tasks you know you should do jocko williams i think that's right let's jump into the to today's show oh you probably want to know what today's show is entitled today's episode episode is entitled excuses not to show up self-discipline part one excuses not to show up self-discipline part one now let's jump into today's show you know family um i haven't really touched on self-discipline a lot through here i've really been putting out a lot of motivation and inspirational type material but i think the time has come to really touch on what is really truly the foundation of this show which is self-discipline you see through my homework as far as reading as far as listening and as far as just living in general i have come to realize you can read everything you want to read you can listen to everything you want to listen to you impact secret podcast show i know uh you can watch everything you want to watch on self-discipline but at the end of the day it's still a requirement of you to actually take action and create the forming habits to create the required uh, self-discipline to go after what you want and what, it, what has even expanded my mind even more is the fact that everything that I've looked at that I've been able in my, in my uh, respectful opinion to actually accomplish, it required some self-discipline. When during the, the pandemic, when I gained an extra 30, I think it was 20 to 30 pounds, which was crazy, uh, through self-discipline, it required something of me to change the way that I was eating. It required something of me to uh, get up and work out. It required something of me to change my mental state of how I was approaching just life in general. Now, I can tell you why. And this is the funny thing about it, family, about this whole about this whole self-discipline thing is, is that for me, when I had gained all that weight, my problem is I don't I don't even eat meat. I'm a, a vegetarian or and I hate putting labels on it. Basically, I just don't eat meat. I just eat fish and or see I should say seafood as well as um, yeah, seafood, basically. So it's mostly seafood and vegetables. And I was like, what am I eating that is causing me to gain that 
help gain the, this weight. And what it was, it was a lot of uh, snacks and goodies and, you know, eating late at eating late at night, just no discipline, not working out and not doing the required things that I know works because when I was doing it, it was working. It's just the fact that family, you get to a point and we've all been there just like uh, the, the, uh, just like in life, we get so excited about starting. That is the motivation. That is the inspiration where, I mean, we put together this amazing plan because, and, and again, I, I truly do need to find out this, who, who said that. But for now, since I don't know, I, I, d- I definitely want to give credit out there. So if you got whoever said this quote that I, I live by now, uh, again, uh, I, I thank you because, I was one that used to be a planner to the team. I would plan things from A to Z. And a lot of people didn't really realize that I was such a planner because nowadays, I mean, I don't plan as much as I used to. I I execute 95% of the time. Now that's why I go by that, that, um, that, I mean, I don't want to say quote, but 95% of, of actually doing in 5% of planning. But I, I really want to thank that person that put it into context that way, because I would plan, 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 and I'll be so excited about my plan. I'll be ready to go. And I'll say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to go run a mile. I'm going to do sit up so I can get this six pack, you know, because uh, I'm still working on this six pack, but we still got a long ways to go. We'll talk about that on a different show, but I digress. But yeah, get this six pack and, you know, just, I, I mean, I'm, I just want to walk around. I, I just, all I want to do is just walk around just the neighborhood with just no shirt on with a camera showing myself and, and people asking me, man, what do you do? Are you a personal trainer? No, nah, this is just called self-discipline and progress. <laughs> you like that? But anyway, what, what I'm saying though, family, uh, to, just to be, uh, serious is the fact that a lot of times we get so excited about our plan. We get so excited about what we plan on doing that when it actually calls time to actually do the work, to discipline ourselves to do the work, we fall short. And the reason why we fall short is because we put too much on our plate. Have you ever been to a buffet where it's all of these foods and you, well, I'm a foodie, so this may not apply to everyone, but only to my foodies out there, shout out to you guys. But when you go to a buffet and it's like all of this incredible food and you just, I mean, you, you, you stack your plate to a point where you need another plate. And when you do that, though, when you look at it, you get all this food. And my mom used to say <laughs> when I was younger, she said, boy, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. What she was saying is, is that you're seeing something and you're, you, yeah, it, all of that looks good. And yeah, you are, you want all of that, but you can't handle all of that. You won't be able to eat all of that. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm going to be able to eat that. And sure enough, I, I definitely wasn't able to complete it or finish it. And that's what happens, family, is, is that our eyes are bigger than our stomach. Man, I really like that, mama. Thank you for that. It's that fact that when you say, you know, 
Um, I'm going to do all of these things to 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 be great. I'm going to uh, I'm going to be I'm going to read every day. I'm going to I'm going to read 100 pages every day. If they're reading 10, I'm going to multiply that by 10. I'm a 10 X in and I'm going to read 100 pages. I'm going to read. I'm going to, um, you know, go for a 10 mile run and I'm going to enter a marathon. And you you know what actually happens, family, when when people tell me these type of things that they're going to do, I just smile. Because first of all, I don't want to to be the one to tell somebody that they can't do something that I would be the last person to do that, because in my life, I've been told a lot of times that a lot of different things that I can't do or I won't be able to do. And I love proving those people wrong. So I want I didn't want to. Uh, tell somebody when they would tell me they're going to do all these things. I just say, I just say, okay, hey, I, if the, you know, I wish you good luck. Is there any way I can support you on your journey? Um, because of what ends up happening is they may get started, you know, for one day, two days, maybe a week. And then next week they're back to doing the same thing that they were doing before. And you, the reason why is that that's why I love what Will Smith said about having command of your mind. I'm still doing the same two exercises that I first started with. I think I started when I, um, what, I don't know, was it about six months ago or was it about five? I think it's about six months. I'm not sure. I have to go revisit that. But uh, I'm only doing the same two two exercises. I have not added more. Um, now I've added more reps and I've added more time to 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 get better. But the reason why I've done that is because I personally know. And th- again, this is not for everybody, but for me, I personally know when I keep when I start adding on more and more, which I'm going to add on more. But again, this is a marathon, as Nipsey said. But I'm when I add on more and more and more, what tends to happen is I don't execute. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't. I will not. I will not see it through. Yeah, it sounds good. Like, yeah, I'm going to do, you know, um, all of these different reps, but I don't end up doing them. And so since I've I've have I've been able to measure that not by writing anything down, which we're going to get to that in a moment, but just measuring it as far as me failing, I realized that, hey, Let's start. Let's make sure you master this, that you can stay consistent with this. And I have, like I said, two exercises that I do. Eventually, I want to add an additional exercise or two. But right now, I need to make a forming habit of that. And I don't know what the time frame, because everyone is different. There is no particular methodology to say, yeah, it's 21 days. Yeah, it's 90 days. Yeah, it's 120. Truly, I, I really don't know. It's different from for everybody, somebody can master a habit in a week or a day and s- stick with it and stay consi- consistent with it. But other people have different time frames and people fall short because they're measuring what they think self-discipline is, or I should say forming a habit is based on what people are telling them. So that's why when someone says, yeah, you know, 21 days or 30, day- 30 days or 90 days, I-, I said, you know what, I'm going with 40 days. And if 40 days doesn't create the habit that I'm looking for, okay, well, maybe I need to go 50. Maybe I need to slim it all the way down or go up. So that's why it's important, family, that you have to measure yourself. I didn't really, for me, I I wasn't doing this. I just started doing this on the 40 days because I want to see, like, because life happens. And I need to understand where am I having success 
And where am I coming up short? What, you know, when on the days that I said, these are the, the, the list of things that I want to do, which is basically uh, static is consistent. Why am I not doing those things? And um, not only do I, I, I keep a numbering system as saying, uh, and I'll tell you the, the numbers, I think I've shared this before. So basically I have the things that uh, I've told myself I want to do uh, for these next 40 days. Like I need to do this. Like for instance, post on Instagram, uh, uh, on the Instagram feed and post in stories. Matter of fact, if you're not following me on IG impact secret podcast show, go follow your boy, show some love DM me, man, you know, let's chop it up or text me one of the two either way. Uh, but yeah, so uh, post on Instagram as far as stories and then post in the feed, meaning po make a post or take some kind, you know, just basically uh, post in the feed. So staying active. Now, I want to do that seven days a week. I haven't been able to be consistent. And what I found out was on, on that was I had some things that I procrastinated on that got in the way of why I wasn't able to 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 do it seven days a week. And I realized that's, again, that was on me. If I would have done the thing that I was supposed to do ahead of time, I would have been able to meet my goal. So I said, okay. So I, now I take notes and say, well, this is the reason why, you know, again, it's, you know, you want to, even though we're not about excuses, you still need to understand what story you're telling yourself. Mm. Which story I was telling myself was that I didn't have the time, but truly I did. Cause see, if I would have gotten up earlier um, on that weekend, I would have been able to not only do the thing that I procrastinated on. Plus I would be able to, to meet my obligations uh, that I wrote down, but that let me know family. Again, it goes back to being able to measure yourself. So when you say, you know what, for the next uh, 21, 30, 50, 70 days or whatever that looks like to you that you identify the time frame that you wanted to measure yourself, I would recommend that you track yourself of your progress so you can find your weekdays. And you may realize that every Monday you execute so flawlessly and then by the end of the week, you start seeing you're starting missing the task or the things you said you were going to do. And now you got to say, OK, how do I change that up? Like I told you, family here at the Impact Secret Podcast show, we are truly ones that experiment. I love to experiment on myself. I am a walking experiment because I need to figure out what is going to work. And even when it's working, I'm still on the lookout to see how can I make it better? Um, I'm excited too, by the way, because uh, Tim Grover, as you know, he's one of my favorite authors is coming out with a new book. Uh, and I'm so excited about that. And I'm going to be bringing that. You said, and, and the reason why I brought that in the conversation is, is, is the fact of a lot of times family, I really truly believe winning is a byproduct of being able to create a self-discipline to where you don't allow the things that's going on outside you affect your goals that you have in place or your ambition that you have in place. And if you're like me, you, you get to a point sometimes too that you start asking you know, like, man, I would really love to to do what that person is doing. But 
when you start thinking that way, what I want you to do is I want when you start having those type of thoughts, I want you to go back and look at your goals. I want you to go back and look at the task that you said that you wanted to do to measure up against so you can be uh, because you can be more than what you were yesterday. Yesterday. Another thing, family, I want to talk about what Jocko had talked about about making that that task and the whole ability of willpower. Now for me, I don't I'm not a big component of willpower because what I've what I for me personally experience is willpower it it can, it dies fast. <laughs> like, you know, you start making all these decisions and then eventually when you're you're backed up against a wall to make a decision like, man, should I eat that fried food or should I have that salad? I don't know about you. I'm probably about to go for this fried food. I'm about to eat some of these fried shrimp and uh, we about to do it big. Yet when you get to a state of mind where um, you say, you know what? I know I'm probably going to have that fried fr uh, food or I'm about to have that bad dessert or whatever. What I've realized, family, we still you still need to reward yourself. Now, again, this part this part of the show may not be for everybody because uh, I've seen how this particular thing can be abused, meaning like. Uh, when you say I'm going to have a cheat day, a cheat day turns into a cheat month, a cheat week, a cheat year, then it turns into a cheat decade. And then you look back and you have a lot of regrets. And that's what, uh, you know, when you have a lot of regrets, because you know, see, people only regret things because they know better. Mm. I think I said something. See, you only have regrets because you know better. And what I mean, you know better, you're like, I know I should I should have done that. It's not that you thought or you think you just know you like, man, it's like when you are uh, at a job or yeah, you're I'll use the uh, job situation. You, you are at a job and you like, man, I know that this I, I have to leave. Like I, it's not an emotional decision. It's not a decision where, you know, something's happened where. It, that's negative to, towards you, but it's some intuition. And the longer that you fight it and then it something happens, and you realize you're like, why didn't I move on that earlier? And so family, a lot of times with self-discipline, it, it allows you to move earlier. It allows you to see. And I'm not going to lie to you because, again, you know what we do is keep it transparent. Self-discipline is hard. Oh, my God, it's hard, but it's worth it. It's the results, like what I like what Tim Grover talked about in, in, in the book of of Relentless, where he talked about how um, a lot of the athletes and everything like doing all the work and as far as to become the the top or the greatest. They don't like the workouts, but the results are, you know, the, the, they're addicted to they're not addicted to the workouts. They are addicted to the actual results. See, with self-discipline, I am not addicted to self-discipline, but I am addicted to what self-discipline brings me, meaning it brings me an opportunity to do this show every day, because if I don't get up early enough to do this show, I won't be able to do the show afterwards because I have other obligations. Um, I have have um, things that I know that I have to do. So being able to be self-disciplined to get up and do the research for the show because the show was fresh every day. I want to bring it fresh every day. Now, there's probably going to be um, a day and time where I may do some uh, 
record some some shows on the weekend and then drop them during the weekday. I've thought about that because that would give me more time to actually work on marketing the show, work on finding ways to promote the show to get it out to more people. But for now, for me, I just I'm so excited about the aspects of being able to learn every day about in, about the topic I'm about to talk about, like, for instance, today is about self-discipline part one and the excuses that we use because we use a lot of excuses. Why? Whether if we say we're going to go outside and, and, and work out or go for a run and it's raining and then we're like, well, you know, it's raining or, you know, we're going to for me. I, I know personally, I, I at, before I started making it a habit and becoming more self-disciplined on my workout, I would be like, well, man, I'll just work out after work. And I would never do it. I'm just, I mean, I would do it for a little bit, but I wouldn't stay consistent. And sometimes family, you can get so frustrated because yeah, it it becomes tiring and, and exhausting, but you have to know when to listen to your body. That's one thing I have done. I have started listening to my body more and not and not making it an excuse. I mean, this is just, this is just true facts. If you are putting in the necessary work, you know, um, and you, your body is telling you, okay, we may want to slow down for a little bit in order to speed up. You know, the cliche, sometimes you got to take a step or two backwards to spring two to three steps even further than where you were. So don't, don't, um, beat yourself up. And I know I say that a lot family, because if you're somebody like myself, that's so ambitious that like, it's like you get just so many ideals that's flourishing through your mind. There's so much that you want to do. There's so many things you want to accomplish out of life. And if you're not careful, you'll get so excited and you start doing all of these different things that you don't even focus on one of the things that you thought of doing. And, and, and all they do is become a thought. They don't become something that you write down and or execute. One thing about being self-disciplined, it's the choice of being inconvenienced, meaning you can either be inconvenienced at not being self-disciplined or you can be inconvenienced of being self-disciplined and there's good and bad on both sides. But again, like I state, after I start, after I get going and do the required things, but there's a lot of areas still that require a lot of work in my, in, in my, in my life to be more self-disciplined. And it's, again, we all, this is nothing but a day to day. You have to put yourself in a position. You have to be willing to fight to be more self-disciplined. And it's hard. Like for me, I'll give you a good example, drinking water. I know I'm supposed to be drinking a gallon of water a day. And some days I do it and some days I don't. And the days I don't, I get frustrated because I know better. Remember what I told you before, regrets to me are things that you know, it's not something you think like, I know I should be drinking this gallon of water. Why haven't I? What what was my reason? And so when you start unpacking things like that in your life, it really changes your your true approach. And I'll have to just say this and I'll, I'll end with with this one because I probably kept you too long on this family. You have to keep going. This show that I'm doing, as I stated to you guys on previous episode, I can't read the analytics. I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's not listening. I mean, 
I don't know if it's helping somebody. I don't know if how, how it's really having an impact on someone's life or not. But I have to keep going because Mark Cuban said it best. I just need to be right one time. I just only need to be right, right one time. I just need to touch the right person to create the impact that's required. I'm, I'm here because I don't want to get you just so excited about life after hearing my voice, get so excited about what you plan on doing and and then you never execute. I want to be the one here to push you into execution. When you say, here's my plan, I'm going to say, that's great. Okay, what have you done to, uh, let me see your ma your matrix or excuse me, your metrics to see what you've done based off your plan. If you can't show me that, then that's that means you haven't really truly done anything. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> That was a that, that's a new song with DJ Khaled, Nas and Jay Z, by the way. But anyway, family, um, I truly appreciate your time today. Again, we all have excuses. We all have valid reasons of why we are unable to be self-disciplined, and they may be extremely valid. I mean, extremely valid. But even though they're valid. You still have a responsibility and accountability to get back up, to keep going, and to keep moving forward. This has been part one. Stay tuned for part two. Until next time, this has been your boy ED.